Welcome to Bat Therapy, psychology of Batman, superheroes, and other comic book characters. Be a fly on the wall or a bat in the cave, listening in on a friendship built out of a love for talking Batman, comics, and the everyday struggle to achieve mental health and happiness. We are your hosts, clinical psychologist Dr. Amelia Brown and educator and comic aficionado Keaton Hopkins. Don't forget to follow us on YouTube and social media and find our Patreon at patreon.com slash therapy. This podcast is about providing education and understanding and is not a replacement for mental health treatment or support. If you're needing help, go to bat-therapy.com for resources. I'm excited for today's episode because we are going to be talking Michael Keaton, Batman. That's right. We're doing the Flash movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. I am. Um, okay. Michael Keaton. So, so chef's kiss. Yeah, so good. It's so good. So I've missed good. him. We're eventually going to at some point mention the main character in the movie. And I put that in quotes because. Eh, yeah. <laughs> What's the name of our podcast? Exactly. It's not flash <laughs> therapy. It's. <laughs> and actually, before we get started, um, in case there's anyone listening who has conflicting feelings about the whole Ezra Miller situation, we recognize that there's some stuff that went on um, with them in terms of um, uh, potentially just. Uh, what's the best word? Wait, I I don't know officially what happened, but there's been a lot of legal stuff, and there's been um some concerning things that came up. Uh, it sounds like they've had some situations happen. Um, so just acknowledging that that is out there, and this is there's some complicated background stuff related to this movie. Yeah. Uh, never meet your heroes unless I'm your hero. Then meet me. <laughs> Well, and I think it's just once again one of those lessons in life is not black and white and there's a lot of stuff going on and um I believe I believe they even talked about like um seeking treatment and whatnot. I definitely there was just a lot of things going on and unfortunately other people getting harmed in the process and just yeah, a lot of yeah. a lot of complicated yeah. stuff. Interesting situation. Um but yeah, it's it's one of those things where constantly I feel like whenever uh, you're talking about movies or TV shows, there there definitely comes a time where if you are a fan of something, you you pick a moment where it's like, OK, I have to separate the character mm. from the act from the actor that plays them. And it can be. A reverse scenario so like for example like all the stuff going on uh with ezra off the camera is not the same as barry allen right and then like yeah. i i look at this, a, another situation and i say okay the actor that plays ramsey bolton probably mm. isn't a bad guy <laughs> ramsey bolton on <laughs> so the other hand it. yeah 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 oh god never want to run into that guy right and yeah. so yeah it's 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 one of those things where there's definitely a line, and I think everyone is allowed to set their own limits as far as what they can handle, as far as what an actor does when they are off the camera. And if you can still watch a movie and maintain that, like, okay, this is a movie versus the person playing that character. Which... Yeah, there's also, you know, the concerns about... Prom promotion and, and how much do we promote or encourage or reinforce? Um, I think it, there's also a difference between, I guess, situations happening and, and how do we adjust given, given what has occurred and right. what is, what is acknowledged, what is worked on, how, how do we try and prevent because there's also certain things that are allotted to famous people. And, and I'm not saying that those famous people are like, oh, yeah, I want to be I'm doing this so that I get away with X, Y or Z. I'm not saying that's happening, but we just have to be mindful um, about, you know, the pedestal that is there for certain people that can kind of be disconnected from who they are as a person. Like you're saying, someone's yeah. put on a pedestal because of this role they have, but it doesn't necessarily mean that they even want to be on that pedestal let alone are are able to um 
live up to that. So just being mindful that um, some sometimes we um, create vulnerability for people and making sure that that's not happening. Like, um, you know, it, it, it's a problem if, say, you have some – a lot of things are coming out, for example, about, you know, things that came out about Joss Whedon or other people where they were creating unsafe environments and how do we not promote that sort of thing too. So right. I, I, I'm totally with you and, you know, also acknowledging that it's a very complicated thing. We acknowledge that that stuff's going on um, and we did choose to watch this movie and are, are talking about it and Michael Keaton and please yes. have Michael Keaton be, be a pure, wonderful soul. No, he's the best. He's the best. He's, I, I personally he's know so- him. He's a great, uh, <laughs> he's a great guy. We're best friends. Um, yeah. Yeah, he says hello. Says hello. He's so he's so great in that movie. Yeah. Um I he picks yeah, up I, right where he left off. Like he really does. It's <laughs> it's a lot of it's a lot of fun. Um it was a lot I of will fun. I will say that's what put me in the seat for this movie. I mm. nothing really caught me. Well, I will say, uh Supergirl. Seeing that Supergirl was gonna mm. be in it, that actually I was really excited about that and I I, I really loved her. I love her. Yeah. So it was much. very it was very interesting what they did because I think so you know we had a reaction video to the the Flash trailer on our YouTube channel and and you and I kind of talked about how it seemed like they were strongly pulling from Flashpoint and yeah. yet it wasn't Flashpoint and that definitely happened. Uh, Supergirl was kind of placed in positions where Superman was before. You had, you still had a Batman that was different than his Batman that he interacted <laughs> with, but it wasn't Thomas Wayne. Um, they did this funny, you know, Bruce Wayne actor swap that yeah. um, was just hysterical. Absolutely. Uh, so yeah, they they pulled from Flashpoint, which if you've been listening to us, you know we love because when did we do that? Did we do that last season? Yep, we did yeah. Flashpoint. Yeah, last we love uh, Flashpoint. So they pulled some great stuff from that, but they also changed things too. I don't, I don't know. I, I think I still prefer Flashpoint overall, kind of how they did it. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, I I do. Well, and the, the the big thing is too. This movie did not have uh, Eobard Thawne. Didn't have Reverse yeah. Flash in it. They kind of just your favorite. Gloss. Yeah, they they glossed over it, which uh, it lost a couple points for me right there. And then it's funny because you. This is a movie where you can look at it by itself because James Gunn has already said like this isn't touching my new universe. <laughs> like this is its own thing. I'm handling everything else here on out. Nothing that smelled like Snyder is going to come anywhere near my new year. So no <laughs> my, more, no more G- George Clooney. Right. Yeah, that was, but yeah, it was like a, uh, yeah, that was a fun joke, a fun way to end that. Was end so that. Great. I, that was so great. I liked it. But the flash of this universe is, is very, very interesting. And one thing I've heard a lot of people mention, whether it's in reviews that they've done or when I'm talk, I've talked with people about it, they've all mentioned that this Barry Allen definitely seems like he's on the spectrum. He does seem like there might be like an autism spectrum uh yeah some being somewhere on that spectrum might be happening or at least in informed from that so something something similar to that yeah uh, in terms of just cognitively being different than you know your your normative quote-unquote brain so sometimes yeah. people say like neurodivergent or um people prefer kind of different ways of talking about it but yeah it does seem like there's a bit of the the autism factor yeah. in there which is you know, it's nice to see. It is. Um, it is. It, it, um, it's nice to see just representation of different kinds of people and seeing them be accepted. Yeah. Uh, he he definitely has like this oddity in terms of trying to connect with people and he seems frustrated with it in some ways at the start. He definitely has kind of less eye contact and other things. I'd have to watch again, to be honest, to see if he has any kind of repetitive behaviors are almost tick like physical components that you also tend to see uh with autism. I, yeah. I nothing comes to mind immediately, but I wasn't looking for it. Right. 
And, you know, it's one of those things like, yeah, he's definitely a very different Barry Allen from like the comic books or television shows. Yes. Iterations of him. And it just goes to show that like the the everything in the Snyderverse, it's just one big connected Elseworlds. And it it started mm-hmm. from the very beginning because it was like, what if Superman snapped Zod's neck? And then it followed up, like, what if Batman killed people? And, mm. <laughs> you know, what if? And so every, what if Aquaman was cool, right? Like, it's 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 all one big fun what if universe. I say yeah. fun. It's pretty dark. It's, it's always cloudy yeah. and bleak. It's always but, cloudy in DC comics. <laughs> but, I mean, Hans, I, I do love me some Hans Zimmer score. Or Man of Steel, though. It's one of my favorite things. That's the best thing to come out of the Snyderverse by far. (laughs) Yeah. So, (laughs) so that I, so in turn, I, I, I know we love Michael Keaton and we'd probably just talk about Michael Keaton the whole time if we could, but obviously the movie's about Flash. And if you're talking about Flash, you're talking about how he's ruining, you know, the space time continuum (laughs) and changing time and ruining everyone else's lives. He can't Uh, help himself. Can't help himself. It would be so tempting. Can, I mean, can you imagine you have, you wake up in the morning and you miss your alarm and then the rest of your day is ruined. You know, I, I'm a pretty conscientious person, but I would think to myself, like, I mean, is it really that big of a deal if I just go back and like adjust my alarm so that oh. I wake up and it's all good? Also, I am kind of annoyed at the idea of the flash being late for anything. I'm like, come on, man. Like... <laughs> We have yeah. to sit in traffic. Like, come on, get it together, dude. <laughs> it is. Make your own sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that he's late because he has to get the sandwich. It's like, just go to the vending machine. Right. That's your that that's what happens when you don't plan ahead enough. Right. Yeah. It um it is an interesting kind of thing. And it it so it it works actually, I think, best with this version, this different version of Flash, even though I know that there are other versions where they hit on this with Barry Allen too, uh, not being on time. But like, it, it, given his quirkiness, so a lot of times uh, there can be other cognitive differences. And so how you track time and losing track of time and uh, just not being able to kind of uh, get to things and and predict. Okay, so if I need to be there at this time, then I need yeah. to. Okay, how long does this take? And da, 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 you know, working backwards. Those are pretty high order things, and some people are better at those than others. And yeah. so, uh, I've I've worked with some folks that I'm not saying everyone on on the autistic spectrum has this, and it's not the only cause by any means. But I've worked with some folks where that was a bit difficult for them being able to kind of play it backwards and so no matter how good the traffic was that day you end up being late yeah so i i do kind of love that (laughs) as a part of this character and also him maybe not fully playing out like oh maybe i could do something other than the sandwich right yeah so i i do like that and yet when he's got to be a hero even though he's like why am i always just at everyone else's beck and call he's still he he's able to when it really counts pull it all together and say okay let let me figure this out yeah i i do love how nice affleck batman is to him yeah <laughs> like i do I, I do yeah it is it's really it's really cute like i do i do love like their relationship it's like oh that's that's cool wait way to way to come around batman we're we're gonna yeah. ignore that in this universe you love killing people but that's at least look, you're friends with barry <laughs> look i i i i enjoy i enjoy ben affleck batman oh, yeah. it's, great. it's very frank miller i don't know i I enjoy him, and I could totally see this rough around the edges Batman having a soft spot for Barry Allen in this universe. Yeah. I totally see it, and I love it Absolutely. so much. Absolutely, especially like after the Robins and the yeah Batgirls, like, and now he has like this character, and so it's it's interesting because it it really the the movie it jumps right into it from that aspect because he like runs to Gotham and saves like a floor full of 
babies that for some reasons aren't at the top of a skyscraper because yeah all these babies fall out of the window and a therapy dog yeah and a vending machine where he can eat from while they're falling and it's i if there was anything that i could take out of that movie it would be that whole scene <laughs> so here's my thing i am always the person complaining about the cgi I'm always the person saying that was CGI. And a lot of times it's like, that did not have to be CGI. There was no reason for it. And it doesn't even look real. And then a lot of times other people go, I don't even know what you're talking about. I'm like, right. no, 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 it looks fake. So then here you have this. To me, it was just laughable. Yeah. Where it, it was it was like so bad that it almost didn't bother me. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Um, it was, yeah, it was Interesting like choice. It was really bad. It was really bad. Like to the point that I was, I had, I really lowered my expectations when that was at the beginning. And so I was pleasantly surprised when that didn't happen anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I, oh. I wasn't goodness. liking the CGI leading up to it. Yeah. So by the time that happened, I went, well, mm. it wasn't looking <laughs> that great to me anyway. And now, bam. Right. I'm like, oh man, I, I haven't. I remember my first Xbox, like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, it had like Halo 1 graphics. I'm like, what is happening right now? Um, but yeah. I, the movie did have a lot of heart, though, because you really mm. see that Barry is in a pretty desperate situation. He lost his mom, so yeah. clearly there's grief there, there's trauma there. But on top of that, the entire world thinks that his dad mm -hmm. murdered his mom. And Barry is like, this, that isn't true. That yeah. didn't happen. I have to figure out a way to clear his name to the point that he becomes a, a CSI. He he becomes like yeah. a, a crime scene investigator just so that he can be in that environment and hope to eventually figure out how to clear his dad's name because his dad just has like life in prison and Barry yeah. has essentially just grown up visiting his dad constantly back and forth in prison for a crime that that we know he didn't commit yeah. and that was one thing that was interesting in this movie is like us going into it knowing like mm -hmm. being in Barry's corner versus in this universe, the entire world's like, yeah, the dad definitely killed his wife, right? Like, that's what we yeah. would be saying if we were in in there like, oh, I mm. saw, I've seen this true crime documentary. The dad definitely killed the wife. It wasn't <laughs> a yellow supervillain from the future. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right? Well, and, you know, it was, it was so sad for me to see how, as a CSI, as he was working on cases you saw how much he empathized and related obviously to these different crimes and really wanting to do absolutely everything to look at all of the evidence yeah. to the nth degree in so much detail and that it, it they didn't focus on it much but i really honed in on how his coworkers and his boss really were disconnected from him. They didn't have that own personal experience. Yeah. And they were they were focused in a way that almost seemed a little like they were villainized a teeny tiny bit. Yeah. But they had a point there where they're they have so much backlog that they're saying, hurry it up, Barry. We we can't afford for you to be spending this much time. And they're really having to it, they were alluding to the fact that they have to triage. And so how much time and effort and energy do you put into each one? Because the more you put into this one case, the less other cases you're able to get to that need attention. And I, I really felt for that, given in mental health, we unfortunately also, you know, it can be hard to hit on everything and you have to find these ways to triage. Uh, so it's really interesting to see that, that contrast and, at his workplace. And, it, you know, it's interesting, too, because, like, there's so many times where people get into professions and it has a reason like that, right? Like, yeah. I've I've known several people, it's like that 
became doctors after losing someone to an illness that was close mm. to them when they were young or they became a cop because they wanted to fight crime after something like this something terrible mm -hmm. happened to them violently right and and so it's always really interesting when you have the people that do the job because their heart is really attached to it versus yeah. someone who's like wins payday right yeah. and 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 it's like Barry is that one that's like we have to look at every single case because I don't want what happened to my dad to happen to anyone yeah. else and it, it's the and yeah and so this is a guy who the entire movie he turns in he turns out to be the bad guy because he can't let go and he has to save his mom while also saving the people who end up being hurt later in this universe because he saved his mom all you know all of this this is a guy that cannot step back in a lot of ways even after all of that he can't leave it alone. He still does something to instead change the the evidence so that his dad doesn't end up in, in prison forever yeah. or he's able to be released and found to be innocent and whatnot in the present day. So he still, despite all that, cannot let go. And you see that potentially in how he does his job as well because what what he's drawn to do is not wrong. But the amount of detail and attention that he wants to give, he will never get to the rest of the cases. Yeah. And so where's the balance? And, and remember, this is the guy who has super speed and is always late. Yeah. And so he, he attends to the details in a, lot of in a lot of ways and is not able to look at the bigger picture. And so I think he would be at risk of not leaving a case until he has it solved. And so he never gets to any other cases. And, you know, like you said, he he really does pay attention to details. And I'm not going to lie. The movie went a different direction than I thought mm. it did, because we know what happened to Flash's mom. And I was still wondering if they were going to go that route in this movie, because what he changes, it isn't just going back in time and saving his mom. He's like, oh, I'm going to go back in time. Make sure she doesn't forget, like, tomato sauce. So my dad never leaves home. In my yeah. mind, what I was thinking was going to happen was he was going to do that, go back to his timeline, and Reverse Flash just killed both of his parents instead of just his mom, which... That would have been better. I'm, I mean, as a plot... Let me clarify. That would have been better yeah. as a plot point. Yeah. Excuse me. Because that makes it sound like I just want a bunch of people to die. But uh, well, also... It's still like it was a it was kind of a hole that didn't make sense to me at that point, because it's like, oh, kept the dad from leaving home. And I'm like, what? So reverse flash didn't kill the mom then? Like, I was kind of confused. Oh, I see what you're saying by that. You yeah. know what I mean? Because it's like it's reverse flash. Like he didn't like because it's essentially being treated like it was a random person taking advantage of the fact that she was home alone or something right and so at yeah. that point i was like okay so maybe reverse flash didn't do it now i think either like the writer or director came out after the movie set came out and said oh yeah reverse flash did it but it it just doesn't, it doesn't make, make sense, sense then. it doesn't make sense then right especially given how we we're gonna have to do reverse flash this season because this yeah. is the summer of infamy yeah uh we're you know doing the flash because it it came out um but we'll definitely have to come back to the Flash territory for a reverse Flash. And I mean, the, what you've talked about with him already, he's not going to just let it go because dad. Also someone up. that pays attention to detail in the pettiest yeah. ways possible. Right. And <laughs> They're so, made for each other. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, it's, it, I, I thought that was I the movie went a different direction because I was sitting there thinking mm -hmm. and I'm like, oh, he made sure the dad didn't leave home so that reverse Flash will kill both of them like and that's what i was thinking was gonna happen but apparently reverse flash was like oh okay cool never mind i'm not gonna mess I, with anything i would have almost loved to, uh, toy with pick at the fact that the flash can't leave it all alone yeah. and instead of having him just get stuck with this one specific timeline and no i have to fix this one do this where the reverse flash screws him over every time no matter what he does so he keeps going back and back and back and back yeah. and back and then that turns him into his own 
kind of villain. That was yeah, so fun. Because looking at this, if we're being honest, with the reverse flash that we know and love to hate, he would have just gone and put the tomato sauce right back on the shelf. So here's what I thought was going to happen. <laughs> I thought he picked the wrong color label. Because remember, she says this color, not that color. Oh, yeah. I thought it was going to be the wrong one. So she ends up needing it anyway. Or, you know, she's like, oh, this is the wrong one. Hey, can you go to the store? I, that's what I thought was going to happen. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I also thought that something wasn't going to work in, in a different way with this. Uh, it was it was okay. I, it, there just seemed to be a lot of holes the more I think about it. Yeah. But once again, I'm okay with this movie existing because Michael Keaton. Yeah. And, you know, it was funny because looking at the situation, because we knew what was going to happen. Like, we knew going mm-hmm. into this, like, he's going to go back in time to try yeah. and save his mom. And it's funny because you always, like, think about how people you'll see people and it's like okay they have to make their own mistakes to Mm. see why it's bad and then honestly i'm not gonna lie i i was always one of those people that learned from other people's mistakes (laughs) like i was like oh Mm. really all right cool i'm not touching that with a 10-foot pole i'm not gonna do that i'm not gonna go over there i'm that person that making a mistake feels so terrible can i just avoid that yeah 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 and so the moment bruce was like you can't go back in time. You can't screw it up. It's mm-hmm. one of those things where it's like, okay, if Batman says it's bad, then it's definitely bad, right? But at the same mm. time, being that attached to a situation, I don't know anyone that wouldn't try, yeah. right? I, I, and- I don't know anyone that would not try, despite That's knowing. Thing. That's the thing. Um, if there is something that you desire, that you want, but it's ridiculously out of reach. Yeah. I would love a beautiful all glass house on a cliff top looking over, you know, beautiful, but I don't have that kind of money. So, you know, what does it matter? But if I had oodles of money, all of a sudden I'm like, oh, should I spend it all on this thing? You know, or... I could always eat some chocolate cake, but if it's not in front of me, most of the time I'm not eating it. But if it's right there, it's it's always getting eaten. Yeah. <laughs> if it was there every day, I would eat it every day. So I I can I'm with you. I can get that. It's so tempting. And once again, he's a guy so focused on the details, and you have this ability that and he just cares obviously for her so much and it ended so traumatically and in a way that took his other parent from him too can only imagine i mean i was talking about having a bad day how tempting it would be to go back and fudge a little something to quote unquote fix that i yeah i'm I'm with you it'd be so tempting and i think that ben affleck's batman also recognizes that like yeah i see see why you would want to do this it's not a good idea but i get it and you know even things that aren't that detrimental we constantly think man what if i could go back and change that right it's like if you're in college and you're taking a final and you really need an a in the class and you missed one question that would have kept you from getting the grade that you wanted and you're like I could just go back and change that one answer. Yeah. Right. Or, and you constantly like, think about it because you're like, yes. where would I be in my life right now had I <laughs> changed that answer? Right. And, and it's little, but it's little things yeah. that can completely shift your timeline. Right. Which is why the running theme in all of these things is don't do it. Right. Because you never know what is connected to what and what and what and what. And you, We've we've actually talked in other episodes about how you never when we did alternate realities we and else worlds we talked mm-hmm. about how you never really end up in a perfect one it's just the bad is different the good is different and that's the thing is you never know what impacts something else yeah. and yet you know we're talking about small things well 
I mean, here's a conundrum. Hitler. Let's take an obviously bad thing. Hitler. Yeah. Genocide. The yep. Holocaust. Yep. You have the ability to go back in time and change things. And you don't try and change all of those lives lost. Right. It would be hard not to, in some ways, almost feel like a villain yourself. I'm not saying you are. I'm just saying it would be hard to to convince myself that, oh, well, you don't know how all the little things come together and da-da-da. It would be hard to convince myself that those little things would add up to something worse than what already had happened. And so he's, we give him a hard time, but man, that that's a tough, I don't, you know what? I don't want his powers. Yeah. That's what I've decided. Yeah. (laughs) Too much pressure. Yeah. Because you look at like something like the Cuban Missile Crisis. We were so close to nuclear war. Yep. And there's so many different realities where we definitely destroyed the planet that day. Like, sure. there's yeah. so many different realities. We just happened to get really lucky and really fortunate. But, like, if you went back in time before that happened and sharpened a pencil the wrong way, <laughs> you could have set it all off for all we know, right? Like When that guy went to sharpen his pencil, that's when... Like that's when it would have happened. Oh man, you you sharpened that pencil, someone stubbed their toe, they told their husband about it, and boom, (laughs) nuclear war. Because that's how that's how the 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 world that's that's how it all works. Yeah. Yeah. And or or is that what we tell ourselves? Because we don't have the ability to change it. We don't have these powers. And so we have to come up with a way to feel okay. Yeah, we don't actually know how time works. Yeah. yeah, let's let's twist. Let's get twisty with this. Is it's, it yeah. is that really how it works, or is that just what we tell ourselves because we can't change it? Ooh. Right, because it worked out really conveniently for Marty McFly. Right, it's like oh, we <laughs> like oh, now my parents are cool again because my dad wasn't a creeper, and it like it was. Yeah, if you bumble, if you bumble into it, it turns out okay. But yeah. if you do something on purpose, it turns out bad because he. He bumbled into his mom, and then things got a little icky for a little while, and then his parents got cool. But he took the almanac, the sports almanac, to try and make some money. He did something on purpose, and he screwed up everything. Everything. The entire entire town, if not world. Yeah. So, yeah, if you bumble into it, it's okay. If you do it on purpose. (laughs) But once again, maybe this is just what we tell ourselves. Yeah. I mean, yes, all these little things do impact thing after thing after thing. Um, and, and at the same time, I mean, are, could there be ways to better predict this? Because the the larger strokes, I mean, I hopefully the the person who stubs their toe but while sharpening the pencil isn't the one who has the nuclear codes, right? You you think they screen better for that, but yeah, who knows? But yeah. the, the thing is, the only different the the big difference is this is a person that does have the ability to go back and change it. But otherwise, the average human, right? Right. We all have those situations where it's so easy to mm-hmm. get stuck in the yes. past, constantly thinking about how could this have gone different? What could I have done mm-hmm. to prevent this? What could I have done to change that? Even though we know that we can't, we still get lost in it and ponder it. And a lot of times, it ends up leaving us in a worse state because we find a way to blame ourselves for these situations even more. If I had done this, this wouldn't have happened. If I had done that, and it's, but you can't change it. You can't change it, but it can completely wreck you physically, emotionally, looking back at these situations and just wondering what else you could have done, even though. What happened happened, and that's the only way it ha- it yes. could have happened. So what's cool about what you're talking about right now is all the things we don't love about the Flash in this movie. When he sees himself in the what is the the sphere thing called the time sphere? Yeah, is it that on the nose. I I I normally it's like they they call it like the time treadmill or cosmic treadmill or yeah, something. Yeah, something like that. But yeah, yeah. they just ignored the... They did a sphere or something in this. Yeah, they did so, something weird. So when he essentially fights his future self, 
he's this monster version with all this stuff caked on to him and he, mm-hmm. essentially he's he's the problem he's he just keeps screwing everything up because he can't let go and it's just like this gunk keeps building on him over and over because he can't let go and he keeps focusing on the past and not being able to say you know what this this is how things are i can't change it or fix it or he gets stuck in it. he's a visualization he's a visual mm-hmm. uh, a, a physical entity that represents what you're describing that people struggle with all of the time yeah yeah and it's- with anxiety with with depression um these are huge things that that come up what you're you described it so well just this fact that we we get caught in the past or we get caught on something and we just can't can't let it go right but in not letting it go it becomes its own beast and monster yeah and honestly it's funny because like i already overthink things like mm. horribly i already overthink things and i look back at like some of my closest friends and how we met and i'm like mm. oh my god what if i decided not to go yep. eat wings with everyone that night. I might have never met them. And then I might not be friends with them. And then, oh my God, what would my life be like if I wasn't friends with them? And I'm sitting there like panicking for no reason mm. about a situation like that. I literally do this every day. Why? Yeah. Horrible, right? It's horrible <laughs> because I'm putting myself through so much unnecessary stress right it's like no mm-hmm. he, look you're you're your friends you're 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 friends with david Brittany. you 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 love them and i'm like <laughs> but what if i never met them that's scary and it's like but like and it's like why are you stressing yourself out you could be doing literally anything else and yeah. you're just stressing yourself out with these hypothetical situations right like oh wow mm-hmm. what if i had never what if i had never met my wife like that's that's crazy what would my life be like and it's you you get to this point where and i spiral mm-hmm. I, I spiral and it just snowballs into this big thing and it's like keaton what's wrong uh this completely hypothetical situation in my head <laughs> is what's wrong and yep. i'm not okay and i need a moment right yeah yeah and some people think forward so potential bad things that could happen in the future or they might do both but exactly what you're talking about where you get stuck you're ruminating it's just cycling over and over in your mind it's almost becoming this obsessive thing and yeah especially so i i kind of think this is why a lot of creative people unfortunately also to there there's a stronger correlation with uh mental health Uh, diagnoses and symptoms because if you're really able to creatively like visualize and and put this concept almost into a reality in your head it it pulls just like you're talking about you can feel it as as if it's actually happening Mm -hmm. and that's probably why some people for example are really great actors because they can pull for these sorts of things but oh yeah you know it you're right it can take up so much time and energy and how can you step back from it so that you're able to kind of take the muck off of Barry Allen, so to speak, and slow things down and acknowledge, you know, like you were talking about, hey, acknowledging that, wait a minute, this didn't happen though. Yeah. Thing, things are good. Or yeah, snap it wait out a minute. This hasn't happened yet. I, I, I'm not going to be able to predict the future. It's not a superpower I have. And I'm ruining the present yeah. by thinking about the past or and the future. Let me be in the now. Yeah. And I feel so bad. I feel honestly, I feel so bad for Barry because having that ability, yeah. it's that is the weight of the world on your shoulders right there because you know anybody that has experienced loss or grief knowing you had the power to go back and change it and choosing not to is an impossible task it is such an impossible task 
when when you lose someone that you just absolutely love or they mean the world to you and you just yeah. think hey i could have done this one thing and changed mm-hmm. it and saying hey no you can't do that cuz you don't know what it'll do to the rest of the world it's hard to care it's yeah. hard to care about the rest of the world when it's yeah. someone that close to you that was your world yeah and and let me slightly change something in your verbiage that makes it that much worse for him mm-hmm. he said could have done something so so uh, maybe not worse but they're different so could is in the past here's something i could have done i cannot do something now is what that implies right and with Barry, it's got this other like kind of layer to it because he can. It's yeah. not just that he could. He also can. Yeah. He can now. So his present can include going to the past. I, right. I don't know how to say that in a more, an easier way to understand. But he, he can do something. He yeah. can do something now. He can do something tomorrow. He will never get to a point where it's just a could i could have unless he loses his powers or yeah. some weird thing happens with time and space that i would not understand uh that somehow prevents it he would always have that option in his back pocket yeah it's essentially i've got that chocolate cake in that room staring yeah. at me Boom. every minute right second there. millisecond every single day and i'm never gonna eat any of that chocolate cake I'm sorry, guys. I do not have that kind of self-control. Whatever. And and <laughs> and I don't care about chocolate cake like I care about my husband or my close friends or, you know, like you were talking about. That's not even with the the emotional connection and the the distraught, the the guilt, the sat, all of the things. Cause like you said, when there's someone so close to you, people that have lost someone like that, they can understand what you're talking about. It how much does the world matter? And it's not a, it's not as easy as saying, oh, that person's selfish. No, yeah. it's just that's how much that connection means. Yeah. And in this situation, he goes back, he saves his mom, but it just so happens that it destroys the world because in this universe, Clark Kent doesn't exist. And the thing is, they, time travel movies. Spaghetti. They can, yeah, they can just make the rules up for themselves because it's like, oh, and the well, rules, and the rules are, look, there's a Michael Keaton Batman, there's a George Clooney Batman, there's a Ben Affleck Batman, and they're all in this movie at some point. <laughs> right? So their their rule with this is spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> so they were saying essentially, so there's this this uh, intersection between the timelines, but if you change something, it just kind of the whole thing shifts. Around yeah. this counterpoint where where you changed it. Um, and honestly, I don't know enough about these sort. You know, I'm not in in the realm where people talk about time and space and da da da. So I don't know how how much that makes sense versus not to the people who do that kind of science. But um, yeah, it it they did kind of shift it in a weird, different way where they could change anything right not just that point and forward and so it completely threw him through a loop i mean who can blame him for not really and it's it's funny because they changed their time travel rules mid-movie right because barry goes back in time to save his mom (laughs) and succeed right but then later on when they're battling zod and all the other kryptonians what he realizes is no matter how many times he goes back in time Batman and Supergirl still die and he can't prevent it. It's like something huh. that can't be prevented. For and but he was able to prevent the mom from dying. And I was thinking, okay. Well, they said that I don't remember what they called them, but there are certain events that have yeah, to are happen. That's right. They do say that. that have like, to happen. Right. Like <laughs> apparently Bruce Wayne's parents have to die. <laughs> like because there's always a Batman, no matter what universe. Like. Which, which sperm hit that egg might shift. Right. Because who is Bat? Who is Bruce Wayne right. changes. But those parents always going to die. Right. And it was it was funny because, like, when they introduced Supergirl, like, one thing that I was really happy about is they gave, in this movie, they gave Supergirl the temper. 
It's something that's mm. like in comic books. Supergirl has an absolute temper. And I laughed because when I was watching the movie with my friend, I leaned over to him and I was like, she's not going to have any issue whatsoever snapping Zod's neck. Like she will not think <laughs> twice and I'm here for it. Like I was really excited for, I was like, oh man, like, yeah, this, <laughs> this is going to be great. I want to see how this plays out. But Barry's put in that situation again, where it's like, hey, these are people that mean something to me. I met them yesterday, but nonetheless, they mean something to me. Yeah. I'm going to try and go back in time. And it's a younger, flawed Barry that doesn't understand the repercussions, while the older Barry that's back there in that timeline trying to fix things is like, bro, you got to trust me. It, it, it just can't happen. I'm sorry. Uh, but that, I'm sorry. Right. But it's like, what are you doing dude, here, bro? Like, yeah, it's. <laughs> yeah. But then that did. Okay, fine. He made his mistakes. He's trying to teach his younger self. Uh, younger self doesn't want to listen, which, you know. Uh, and then he goes back and he doesn't set it right. He still, so, he still decides to change something. He still decides to change it. And also, given how they talk about time in this was there even a guarantee that if he went back and undid what he did, that things would just right itself? Right. Or is it like too late because everything's all shifted? So now it'll just shift a different way. Right. He still went back in time, met his mom, hugged her. Like that there's still uh, yeah. that yeah. whole thing that's like uh, <laughs> somehow that movies. somehow that equaled George Clooney. <laughs> <laughs> somehow it's like sorry bro you should not have gotten that last hug from your mom because guess what batman and Nipple robin batman. <laughs> guess what arnold schwarzenegger's mr freeze now and there's nothing you can do about it like <laughs> oh i need to watch that movie this weekend yes um yeah i uh you know time travel movies they always have their issues mm -hmm. this one definitely had a look it it did what a lot of those movies do it touched on things just enough to hope that you wouldn't pay attention to the time yeah. travel stuff. They yeah. give you enough so you don't just automatically ask yourself questions, but not enough to really show you all of the giant holes. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, and they that, all that's do one them. of the things where you sit with it more the more yeah, they, you have. And they all do them. In, in game. Yeah. In game did it too. And they're like, oh, mm -hmm. yeah, there are multiple realities and you can't change the other ones. But for no reason at all, there's a 90 year old Captain America here now. Just let it be. Right. And it's it's OK. Whatever you say, like they time travel yeah. movies just do their do their own thing. And and yeah. but this one, I, I did love the amount of heart that it had because yeah. it's like. I you I really I really felt I really felt for Barry because it's mm -hmm. his it's his mom and he's yeah. he's also angry at the Barry with the mom because he feels like that Barry is more whole as a person. Yeah. It's like you have friends, your apartment's clean, you have roommates that know you and know your name. Mm -hmm. Like you just and so, he's, so, he's angry yeah, because he's looking which, at what he sees as a better version of yeah. himself. Which actually hits, hits back on what we're talking about. What could I have done versus what can I do? Right. And actually, maybe this makes, I don't know if this makes it even worse or not, but kind of hitting on what you're talking about here is I can do something about it. It will never write it for me. Yeah. Not this version of me. Right. It doesn't transplant him into the body of this other Flash, at least in the way they do it in this movie. Right. It's so not for, yeah. for for him it's it's never for him. Yeah. It's not the pain and the anguish and the hurt, it's all still there. Right? It's all still there and even if you try and do something to fix it, what happened to you? still happen right yeah. and and even and you can you can try to undo it you can do everything you can but it's still something that is there right it's kind of like if you lose a pet 
right? Mm. You 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 lose a pet, and then later on you get another pet. Okay, mm. that does not undo the grief that right. you went through losing that first pet. Yeah, right. It does not undo it, and you got another pet because maybe it's like maybe I I, I need that companionship. That'll yeah. maybe that'll fix something, and then you end up shocked because it doesn't. Yeah. Fix it. See, this is this is why me and my cat have a deal where he's not allowed to die. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> we're gonna come back to that. <laughs> that. Um. All right. Okay. I. Uh, yeah, I got nothing. I got nothing there, and I hope you never get time travel powers because I'm really concerned. <laughs> Now that you're going to go back in time and change one thing and prevent this podcast from ever happening. That's my biggest worry. (laughs) Uh Yeah, I did enjoy this movie. It was a lot of fun. But like I said, I really like the fact that it had art and it also shows how flawed individuals can be, specifically Mm. even Mm -hmm. superheroes, because even when he's like, I cannot fix this i have to go back and let my mom die essentially he still can't quite let it go he changes one thing where the dad that let it be so they see that it's the dad on camera so that Mm -hmm. he doesn't get arrested and even then changing that still shifts the universe and it's like you still can't let time flow naturally you yeah. still changed it oh maybe the flash is real and that <laughs> is how arnold schwarzenegger became governor of california there it goes there it goes instead of mr freeze we got california governor wow thanks for nerding out with us i'm clinical psychologist dr amelia brown and i'm educator and comic aficionado keaton hopkins Check out my TV and movie reviews on YouTube at TeamJVS. Check out our website at bat-therapy.com, our Bat Therapy YouTube channel, and follow us on social media. And don't forget our Patreon page at patreon.com slash bat therapy. See you next week. Same bat time, same bat channel.